All right, what is up, everybody, and welcome to episode number 269, bro. 69, yeah. 69, dudes. (laughs) Of Uncovering Explained Mysteries for Thursday, July 27th, 2023, the final Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries podcast. Yes, Um, you heard that right. The final UUM. Yeah, uh, we had kind of talked about it on the last podcast after we kind of broke off from the Scott Uh Kirk discussion, and um, and then we kind of talked a little bit that I I left out of the podcast and um, just kind of behind the scenes shit, and Mm -hmm. we kind of just came to the conclusion that like we've really taken this podcast pretty much as far as it can go for us to still feel inspired to even want to do it. And and once you lose the inspiration and the passion and the fire in your belly towards you know something like this, then it, it the quality really starts to suffer. Yes, and, and um, that's that's and, and you're not having fun. It right. starts becoming it's an like obligation. A, yeah, it's like a chore. Like, uh, I've been doing this since 2016. I guess I gotta yeah. get up and fucking get it out of the way. And then me on my end, I've been editing all of them since that uh-huh. time. So I got additional homework. That I have to do, especially on episodes where I say a lot of stupid shit that I have to edit out. <laughs> um, or, you know, just in- inevitably something has to be edited. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just... And in some ways it was also due to the fact that our schedules were not aligning uh, consistently like they had in the past. Like, I would have a day off, but it wouldn't work with Josh's schedule. So then that would just cause a longer delay and things. But really, that's just a, a small portion of it. Like the the main reason why you know we're ending UUM uh, is because yeah, the passion just isn't there. The same drive is doesn't exist um, for talking about unsolved mysteries, let alone true crime or or other mysteries. And uh, we will talk about one topic uh, before we kind of just discuss what we have planned uh, for. Uh, the upcoming rebrand, but yeah, we're we're pretty much uh, um, uh, let's just say tapped out. Yeah, I mean, I don't, we've I don't been discussing for almost a decade for for a podcast that started out like one of the first podcasts that started out as like a fan, you know, podcast for the show Unsolved Mysteries. Um, if you consider the amount of episodes that we've done and the fact that we averaged about two point five segments per episode of our podcast i mean you add all that up and it's like we've we've pretty much covered most of that show like like Mm -hmm. the lost loves and the uh, angels and miracles and lost airs yeah we like we didn't cover that stuff because we never really liked that stuff anyway uh we weren't fans of it so why talk about it Unless it was so ridiculous, like the miracles, yeah. we did a whole like some of the worst uh-huh. miracles. That was a fun, episode and we didn't we didn't really care about the new show or the the podcast that was based on you know. Even though we we forced mysteries, we forced ourselves to to to, to do that stuff because it was like, well, shit. At least we have like new relevant material to talk about, yeah. and you know maybe mm-hmm. that will appeal to people, but. 
it was just all just bad and it wasn't fun listening to the podcast or watching the new episodes mm-hmm. um of unsolved of this ip that i love that john and terry just seem to kind of just throw around willy-nilly and let anybody mm-hmm. take a turn with it and and make it like not the quality standards that it was in the 90s so mm-hmm. yeah i mean like Basically, I'm just I'm all that to say we've covered everything we want to fucking talk about as far as unsolved mysteries is concerned. I don't think there's much more salt to be mined from that no. salt mine. Um, no, there's no more diamonds and no, there's no more gems. I mean, there 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 could be, but I'm quite yeah. frankly tired of looking. Um, yeah, you know, we've, yeah. we've done pretty it's much a lot of work. Yeah, and like you have to like literally just like watch the show every yeah. day, and then at the same time, like it, it's kind of disheartening probably for you when you rewatch it and they're like oh this would be good and then uh, oh then the amount like, of times that i come to mike and i'm yeah. like and mike has this way of searching through our all of our episodes to find if we already did something or not uh-huh. the amount of times i've come to him i'm like dude i got a great case we we need to talk about mike would say fucking seven times out of ten he'd say yeah we already <laughs> covered that case it was episode 172 or whatever yeah and yeah. that and that was happening more and more, and it was like, "Fuck, dude, we really just kind of like." Yeah, I was getting to the point where he would bring up like one, and then I'd say no, and then he'd bring up another, and then be like, "No, we covered that too." Yeah, it got to where like, yeah. oh, we haven't actually covered that one. Oh my god, holy shit, this is gonna be awesome, you know? And then yeah, I mean, yeah. and honestly, like, I haven't really been noticing a lot as as much like feedback from the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure our one star reviews are still rolling in <laughs> on <laughs> iTunes. So it's kind of like, I feel like everyone else is kind of over it too, yes. to a certain degree, yeah. you know? Yeah. There still are some, you know, true crime related stuff that, you know, we're open to maybe discussing, uh, you know, even in the new rebranded podcast, but we just don't want to do that every, every time. You know, yeah, uh, I don't want to, I don't want it to be the um, genre that we're in anymore. Yeah, I want to yeah. like I think society. I still I still want to do Wild Wild Country one of these days because that's a really good case and that's a that's a one of the better multi part Netflix documentary series. Yeah, no, it is, it is. Um, but you know, that's not something that necessarily has to be under the UN banner. It can be under whatever new banner we decide to create. Yeah, so. Um, you know, whenever my, me and Mike would get into tangents, it'd usually be at the end of like, after we covered the podcast, after we covered the segments, mm-hmm. we we would get into these, you know, tangents about like w- movies or, or directors or yeah. video games or, or just you, YouTube. pop culture stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and honestly, like those parts to me, especially the last like year of podcasting we've done the, that, that. That part of the podcast was when I actually, my brain kind of perked up a little bit and I <laughs> I kind of perked up in my chair a little bit and I, I was engaged uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I'm actually enjoying talking about this with someone who is kind of been an internet junkie you're, like yourself for like yeah. over 15 years now. Yeah. So, yeah. You, so you know all this stuff about all this uh-huh. stuff and we can kind of, you know have have like a mm-hmm. equitable conversation yeah. because we both are into this like pop culture you know whatever that may entail so that's what the yeah. new podcast is going to be it doesn't have a name yet um we are throwing around that you know trying to find a name Mike, yeah we've been throwing around like temp names but you know it's 
it's kind of hard to find yeah. one that really, you know, sticks with us. So we're throwing around like pop culture hysteria. I was throwing around one that was already taken, so I couldn't do that. So it's just one of those things of trying to find something that fits with what we're trying to do, but also sounds good, you know? Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> At least to us. <laughs> and Collectively. And then what I'm pretty sure I'm able to do is I think I can change the thumbnail and the name. Yeah. Because I can na- I can name these. When I upload to Spotify, I can, I can name it whatever I want. Like, I could... Yeah. I know each every and every time it and looks... And what we might do, like, if Josh can do it, is, like, create a playlist for you. You know, that's just, on, like, all of the uncovering unexplained mysteries. Yeah, or, or it might be one of those situations where you just... If you just keep scrolling down enough, you'll yeah. just run into when we were called <laughs> UUM. <laughs> But I want to keep okay. I want to keep the same uh, the same feed because that's where we have yeah. all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And if I had to make a totally separate thing, then here we are starting from the yeah, ground start up, literally from scratch. Yeah, you know, trying to compete with the bajillion other podcasts about, but you know, society and pop culture. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't really love that idea because I've no. I've done a failed podcast before with my friend Brian. Who I know you were telling me about that, like. Yeah, d- dude, just clam the fuck. I mean, we the podcast was horrible. Like the, pre- yeah. the premise, I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. It was one of the. It was literally like the thing I was making fun of. Um, I did a YouTube video recently where the comedy podcast, the comedy podcast. I make uh-huh. I make fun of those people who's like, oh my god, you and I are. So, we have such a sick, twisted sense of humor. We should uh-huh. totally start a podcast. Oh my god, yes, you know, it was kind of one of those things, but. I was on the fucking cutting edge of doing it. I mean, uh-huh. kind of, because I think I started in like, I tried to start <laughs> in like 2008 when the form was still pretty. Maybe you could have been Joe Rogan. Yeah. If, 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 <laughs> if, if my friend Brian hadn't clammed the fuck up like every time we would go to record because we'd have these like long oh, conversations yeah. on the phone, kind of like you and I yeah. did that first time we talked on Skype. And uh, but th- we would talk. We just you know, got podcast fright. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and he'd be in the same room with me too, you know. So you'd think that that would make the conversation a little bit more organic because you can actually like look at the person and all no, that. It's kind of like what happened when James uh, Rolf was on a podcast. You remember that Cinemassacre podcast that he did? That he oh was, yeah, that he did. Yeah, he, yeah, he cl- Yeah, James, if he's not on script, man, that guy cannot communicate well. Just like yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he just just said yeah to every. He let he let his underlings do all the work, and then he would just be like, yeah, yeah, the movie was great. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, pretty much how Brian was. I did all the talking because, like, I don't know. I just took to yeah. it like a fish to water. It wasn't. I, yeah. It was natural for me. But um, so yeah, um, I don't know. Like, if if you. Were that into unsolved mysteries or mm-hmm. the the paranormal or whatever, and us not talking about that really anymore, like is going to be that big of a turnoff for you? I, I guess I can understand if you, I can understand as well if you want to leave. But yeah. I mean, literally, uh, nothing's really going to change except for like our topics are going to be yeah. very very different, and we're even going to ease in a little bit. Uh, with the first episode of the rebrand, so there there's going to be a little bit of unsolved mysteries talk. Not 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 a lot because we're going to focus on other topics. Um, but 
there we're going to easy in a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll drop it here. Uh, we're going to talk about the the crazy, wild, provocative uh, uh, content of uh, Spike TV from back in the day. Television for men was yes. their, was their tagline back in the day. <laughs> very, very like two thousands of yes. them. And there's a lot of stuff that is just so dated and honestly pretty hilarious from that time period from Spike TV. This is the kind of thing where you watch now and you're like, oh my, how did this wind up on the air? <laughs> you know, like the way that it is because times were different back then. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been like <laughs> watching through some like uh, yeah. old, like I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching uh, my Simpsons box sets. Uh huh. And I'm on like season. Well, I started on season six for some reason. I didn't yeah. want. I didn't want to start too early because the Simpsons, like the first like season or two. You is- know, I haven't seen as many of the Simpsons as I would like, so that could be a fun potential topic for the future as well. Oh yeah, kind of talking about the Simpsons. For me, seasons like one through like nine or ten are is like yeah. the golden age, and then after that, it just gets like that's what I've heard. Yeah, it gets progressively worse and. Now, now they have what they, they call the zombie Simpsons. Yeah, zombie Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. where because they're just like soulless. <laughs> hey, we were a zombie podcast for a certain amount of time. <laughs> I don't know if it was zombie, zombie uncovering unexplained mysteries. I don't know if we ever talked about zombies. No, but I meant you know, zombie as in you know we're we're dragging things out even though the same passion isn't there. Oh yeah, no, we were. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. zombie uncovering explain mysteries. Yeah, no, we were. We were a zombie <laughs> podcast for a while in the sense that we, yeah, then dude, it happens to everything. It happens yeah. to every everything should end at some point or change it, yeah. sh- change your shit up or end it. You know, like yeah. like when you keep burying, like just dragging the same thing through the dirt. I mean, I'm even I'm even going to shift uh uh you know a lot of my focus to a new YouTube channel next year. So, you know, I'm even going to, you know. Oh, it's going to be things. a whole new channel? Yeah, it's a whole new channel. Oh, so you it's you are going to start yeah. from the ground up. Again. I'm going to start from the ground up with that one cuz you know, I just I I I'm I want to. Like that's something I I think is going to that in that capacity I think it'll be exciting. Because, you know, I can start from the ground up. I don't have to worry about, oh, copyright and all this other stuff because I won't lose what I've built because I'm just starting from nothing. You know, it's like I can take the risk. I can't take the risk on on my main channel. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes burning all that dead wood is is good you know and just starting anew and starting fresh yeah. and you can kind of i i've thought about doing that but it's like i've busted my ass yeah. to get to almost now 10. i have like topics that i can talk about again that you know i can talk about in a different way you know that i, I don't have to <laughs> i can't be like oh i've already done like two videos on this i can, I can you know i'm I, it's not really a good idea to talk about it you know again you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um And that's how kinda of how I feel about the new the new rebranded podcast. I'm excited about it. There's just a whole just smorgasbord of just possibilities and topics and things that we can talk about and discover. And I, I think the the idea that you were throwing around that, you know, 
you have me watch something that I haven't seen, then I have you watch something that you haven't seen, and then we kind of discuss that. I think that's really uh, refreshing and honestly sounds like a lot of fun. Even if, you know, we don't like the movie or we don't like the the content. I'll make it even more interesting. (laughs) I think that would be more interesting if you didn't like it. That way I could be like, what? You didn't like it? What the fuck? What didn't you like about it? Exactly. The same thing like on the flip side. We're like, really? You know? Yeah, I um, I also want to just like I don't know, just take items that are interesting to me um, in in yeah. in the media and be like, eh, so uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Six is coming out. What are your thoughts <laughs> on that? It's like, oh my god, do we need another one of those. I'm so burnt out. Me, I, I think we're done. I think that that franchise is done. Me being burnt out on Marvel Gunn. is uh is definitely a topic that I could talk uh, that's about. Fine, yeah, that's fine. I mean, the Marvels is coming out, so. I uh, read tie into that. I read an article uh, in my news magazine today about um, what a news magazine. You actually read a news magazine in today's day and age? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. It's called The Week, and um, it's it's okay. like it's like a fucking Reader's Digest of like everything you would need. Is it to digital? Know. No, it's a it's a. They sent it to me in the mail. Oh, it's great to okay. it's it's. I literally only read it when I'm taking a shit. Um, <laughs> but it's great shit reading material and sometimes I, I i'll stay in the pot for five ten minutes longer than normal just to finish reading some articles but now i read speaking of marvel uh robert downey jr is like like is saying that he pretty much regrets the 10 years that he was doing all the superhero movies because uh I typecast them well he's like you know he's like if i he's like how how much longer can i keep playing this two-dimensional character until like some acting muscle starts to atrophy inside me mm-hmm. he's like you know i liked the money at first but then it you know it got to where it was just like my that's de- why he's turned down any about any attempts for uh you know uh disney to try to get him back into the fold yeah he's just been like no which sucks because like he he was like like the Iron Man like his acting and yes. the Iron Man movies were some of like the shining examples of the cinema the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Um, him as Tony Stark and mm-hmm. I mean I you know the until they come out with some X Men movies I'm not gonna care. But um, did they ever did they ever discuss any other sort of stuff in that magazine like uh you know congressional hearings oh, about yeah. UFOs. oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um they did mention the article we're going to be talking about today or tonight uh-huh um but they they were kind of like kind of like what i said they're like you know he's this you know honored uh military mm-hmm. you know person veteran or whatever and um yeah they're like, but with but with many uh, other of these kind of stories, there's no proof whatsoever. You know, it's just one man's you know words or something. Yeah, like that. but it's a little bit different here this time around because it's not just this one guy coming forward who is ha- connected with the military. It's multiple different you know military personnel who have been coming forward and talking about it, and in front of Congress. So my- that, that that gives it a, a certain weight to it that I don't think we've had in the past. So Mike just seamlessly transitions us into uh, our our kind of our final topic yes. of of UUM, and um, it's about uh, the the Congress UFO hearing recently. Yeah. Um, Potentially one of the biggest mysteries uh, out there about you know is there life on other planets? Are are we truly alone in this universe? 
It's a shame. Um, it's just it's a shame. Being um, covered. New new information about the Dale couldn't have come out because we could have ended <laughs> the same way we started. You know. Yeah. I mean, there was that documentary that we never saw, but yeah. Oh really? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, there was a multi part documentary on it. It was on on one of those streaming services or HBO or something. Oh, I think shit. it was from the same people who did the McDonald's one. Um. But anyway, uh, this is a congressional hearing. I think it happened like yesterday. Um, uh, dealt with this uh, this guy named David Grush, who was a former U.S. intelligence official, uh, and uh, he he was brought in front of Congress, and he told this panel that he's absolutely certain that the federal government is in possession of UAPs. Which they call UFOs UAPs now because UAPs sounds less uh, sensational. Yeah, it doesn't sound uh, as tinfoil hatty as mm-hmm. UFO sounds because like the 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 freaks and weirdos have taken the UFO term, so they the government has to come up with their own term that um, you know. What does it stand for again? Uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was citing interviews that he said he conducted with 40 witnesses over a four-year period. Uh, the, the former U.S. intelligence official said he led Defense Department efforts to analyze reported UAP sightings and was informed of a multi-decade Pentagon program that endeavored to collect and reconstruct crashed UAPs. Uh, so kind of like Area 51 and Independence Day. <laughs> it's like, why was I told about this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just reminds There's no me. Area 51. Technically, sir, that's not entirely true. <laughs> it reminds me of that uh, one guy that's on, on the program, and he just he's made his way on a lot of programs. He was on the episode. Yeah. He was on the episode where he's like, "Yeah, I saw they called it the sports model, and uh, it just kind of hovered left, and then hovered right, and then went back down. It uh, was pretty uneventful, or as a, unve- uneventful as a seeing a UFO mm-hmm. fly can be. Uh, forget the guy's name, but uh, Lazar. Yeah, yeah, Bob Lazar. There you go, Bob, Bob Lazar. Yeah. So uh, Rush was asked by Representative uh, Jared Mosco- Moskowitz from Florida how such a program is funded, and Rush uh, claimed that the effort above is above congressional oversight and bankrolled by a misappropriation of funds how probably a lot of programs are run mm-hmm. in the United States. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the rep from Florida then asked, like, does that mean that there's money in the budget that is set to go to a program, but it doesn't, and it goes to something else, which I don't know why he asked that. Like, that's just, that's literally the same question. He already answered that. He said that it's bankrolled by misappropriation of funds. And so the guy from Florida is like, does that mean the same thing that you just told me? It was like, yes, I have specific knowledge of that. Well, they want it. They want to like. They want to get it right on the pin of the needle. Uh-huh. Like they want it. They want it to where there's no room yeah. for misinterpretation. That, That's just how it is with congressional hearings. Yeah, or even investigations. You know, yeah. where they ask you kind of the same thing over and over. So again. So we've heard about that. Of course, we've heard about you know government uh, uh, operations or investigations into UFOs or uh, you know crashed uh, uh, UAPs or UAPs in general. But then he talks about how he has not personally spotted UAP Grush, but he knows of multiple colleagues who were injured by UAPs. And then he also said that he was interviewed. He has interviewed individuals who have recovered non-human biologics. 
from crashed UAPs. So Grush said he prefers to use the term non-human rather than alien or extraterrestrial, probably because it just sounds more legit nowadays. It doesn't sound like a sci-fi, not X-Files, you know, uh, well, I'm content. Sure, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if aliens are ever like you know out like if it, it's if it's ever revealed that like they really exist like the first people on that bandwagon would be the social justice warriors being like they're not called aliens they're called non they're not from this earth peoples <laughs> yeah they're called non-human people non-human peoples who are not of of planet earth that's what they're called <laughs> they're not called aliens uh, there, yeah, yeah, because it would be, can be confusing because we have illegal aliens. So, well, no, apparently we're not supposed that. to call them that either. We're supposed to call them like undocumented something oh, or other. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of us talk about like the non-human biologics or like the potential that there are aliens, and like maybe it could open up the possibility that aliens might actually be a part of our society. It just reminds me of the film and and the actual. <laughs> Uh, subsequent tv show based on the movie alien nation where a lot of the plot was about that it's about like what happened what would happen if we had visitors from outer space and they came to earth and then are integrated into our society like what happens there there'd be a lot of prejudice there would be a lot of uh stuff going on where people would be accepting of them but then there would be other people who would be the complete opposite yeah, I first of all that that director or whoever came up with the title for that movie, they probably thought they were so clever. Alienation, get it? Alienated <laughs> and aliens in the nation. I hate I hate movie titles like that. I, I I think the title works, especially for what they're trying to do, and I don't think that was really the intent with that title. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because like I I feel like the. Uh, the hipsters in the artsy fartsy districts would like totally, you know, uh, bring the aliens in and, and, and treat them with, you know, equally and all that. But then out in like the fucking deep South or, or the more rural areas of the country, (laughs) Florida, Florida. Florida. Yeah. I ain't no, no, none of you alien motherfuckers in my bar. Get your antenna out of here. Yeah, fucking fruit. They they'd make up some kind of racial slur for the they're alien. Really, they're, yeah, that's what happened. They called them slags in in alienation. Oh, nice slags. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, um, it's a nice short word. You know, if a good a good slur, it's got to be short, and hopefully, it has some kind of a hard syllable in there somewhere. Those, uh-huh. those make the best swears. Um. But yeah, uh, Grush was then asked by Representative Eric Burleson from Missouri to substantiate the crash UAP's claim. The former intelligence official said he could not divulge specific details, once again claiming the information was too sensitive. He did, however, describe the nature of what he saw, and he said, I have to be very careful here, but what I personally witnessed myself and my wife was very disturbing. And of course, a Pentagon spokesperson told NBC News that Grush's claims are false, which of course the Pentagon would do that. Uh, th- we're talking about the, the military here, you know, and the government that went in front of, uh, cameras and the press and said, area 51 does not exist, even though there was actual Google map photos of it. And people were aware of the signs that were outside the facility that said trespassers would be shot. So we're talking about like that 
though you know that government they're not it's gonna well, they're always gonna deny it or 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 the the government with a, a president who said i did not have sexual relations with that woman and then <laughs> like that was the worst bill clinton impression i think i've ever heard. that's because that's how little fucks i gave about doing a good impersonation <laughs> of bill clinton and then he comes back and he's like i actually did have sexual relations with that woman this is like if I wanted if, him Ross, to say, if it was Ross Perot or if it was like uh, an alien who was the one that was, I was trying to make him sound. I was trying to make him sound like a dementia ridden old lady. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, you also had Ryan Graves, who was a former Navy pilot. He was also a. a involved here and told the panel that military pilots do not feel adequately briefed on UAPs, which he says leaves them unprepared to respond to UAP encounters. Um, There was also discussion uh, that there should be uh, involvement from the federal government to establish clear channels to communicate UAP information with both the public and the military and said the military should establish a comprehensive reporting process for unidentified object sightings. Because I I was reading that there were people in commercial airlines who worked for commercial airlines that were witnessing UAPs or seeing these things, and they couldn't really talk about it. They couldn't really, uh, you know, do anything to try to, you know, figure out the situation uh, when it comes to their part in it or, like, when it's happening, do any sort of, like, countermeasures. Because I'm wondering, like, what would happen? Like, what if it, you had, like, an actual, like, commercial airline and you had a bunch of passengers and it's not just the pilots to see something or, like, the UAP gets in front of the commercial airliner and, you know, there could be a potential a- accident midair. Like, what kind of, you know, evasive maneuvers are, are they really allowed to do? Or then you have that Malaysian flight that just kind of went off yeah. track and kind of disappeared. Maybe that and, was UAPs. Yeah. Maybe that was UAP uh, in, uh, involved. Maybe that's why the, that flight disappeared. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I do think, yes, you have to take things uh, with a pretty significant grain of salt when it comes to these kind of hearings or these kind of interviews because... You know, they don't have any actual evidence that they could show you, uh, just their word. But the fact that it's an established military official and it is in front of Congress does make it carry a little more weight to me than Bob Lazar doing an interview or some other random guy, you know, you know? Yeah. Um, And we already have, like, evidence that I think does coincide with a lot of this with the you know, the UAP footage that leaked, you know, post-pandemic or during the pandemic. Remember with the 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 gimbal? Oh, yeah. Uh, UAP and a lot of this other stuff. And, you know, we already yeah, have that, that. that. That was at the time when, you know, we're, we're, we're just sitting there on one of our podcasts. And it's like, you know, people would have creamed their fucking pants for this like 20, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. And now everyone's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I got to, you know, there's a TikTok video that you got to see. It's super viral, you know. Oh, UFO footage of it. Oh, well, 
Until I, I actually see the UFO do like yeah. the Kylie Jenner challenge, I'm not really gonna care. Yeah, people um, just so. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to doing my NPC stream on uh, TikTok. Yeah, which is one of the dumbest, just most embarrassing trends on the internet. If you ask me, what? people are making money off it, but you know, good for them. What What is know. that? Is, is, is race the hustle? Is that the thing that? Um, where people are like making random faces or some shit. So here's the thing. Here's this is this is the explanation of this trend. Like this this is pretty mysterious to me as to why anybody would watch this shit for two hours. Um, you have like these uh, men and women. Uh, but to be honest, most of the high uh, view getters are are women. They have like a hair straightener and like a kernel of popcorn in it, and then they just act like an NPC. For two hours, you know, from a video game. Excuse me. And they react, and they react to to gifts that they get in in the form of like uh, uh, emojis, and they say things like "Oh, popcorn!" Mmm, you know, some absolutely just ridiculous, stupid shit. What? Yeah, that is insane. I know. <laughs> That's like. The, That's that- the kind of stuff with aliens did exist they'd be looking at this and even they would be scratching their heads like ah is that supposed to satisfy some kind of like (laughs) as is that in the the same field as asmr or something like i don't know some of it's really loud though so i don't know how it could just strictly just be an asmr thing i mean i get at least with asmr you're like stimulating some kind of nerve i definitely think there's some fetishy stuff with it though with the you know especially with you know some of the women like when they get struck by lightning they exaggerate it like as if they're having an orgasm or you know other stuff like that or they lick ice cream and just go overboard with it the the things that it or eat hot dogs the things that it takes to make people come these days has just gotten ridiculous (laughs) it's like just porn is just simply not enough anymore i i need to (laughs) I need to watch a girl re- do do some exaggerated reaction while a kernel of popcorn is in a hair. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did an AI write this trend? Like, one of those horrible, like, AI generators where it's uh, like, you know, just makes this random-ass scene or whatever. Yeah, when I, when, I, when I saw that and I read about that, I was like, this is just absurd. This is insanity. And people are paying. People are watching these streams for like two hours, thousands of people, and they're like paying these streamers, you know, money. It's like streamers the new, are making bank, acting new, like total goobers. The like newest form fools. of having pay pigs, I guess. I guess so. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to the UFO hearings and everything, that kind of just ties into like where a lot of people's mindsets are. I'd rather watch my TikTok uh, NBC stream and. Uh, you know, simp for this girl and, and watch her, you know, uh, you know, act like an NPC, then, you know, care about aliens existing. The only you know? reason that I didn't freak out when I when they acknowledged it is because like, yeah, I, I know I already knew yeah. that they existed. Like I, yeah. I I've seen footage like that and more that mm-hmm. have done more compelling things. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, it also logically makes sense that we're not alone in this universe. It's so vast. It's so large. Yeah, I mean, this um, universe is like one big-ass AI algorithm, and, you know, mm-hmm. 
eventually you you get the perfect goldilocks condition to where you get a planet earth every every once every you know gajillion planets our milky way is just one of many galaxies so that's very profound mike (laughs) (laughs) even if it is a galaxy i'm trying to remember if it is a galaxy or not um but yeah we're just one of many so that makes absolutely no logical sense that we're the only life in the universe um the question is, though, and I think it is kind of fascinating, is whether or not these uh, biologics, these non-human biologics, are actually from another planet. What if they're multidimensional? What if they're actually from Earth, but from a different dimension? Or from the future? Whoa, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I believe in time travel. I mean, I know. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it was either Hawkins or Einstein or someone that they said that Technically, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, technically you could time travel because like there's like a wormhole that I don't know. I don't want to get I'm too dumb to like explain what (laughs) I think I know about this. But yeah, it's uh, it is funny, though, to see the reaction that people are having to the congressional hearings. They're just like, eh, whatever, you know. And the memes are pretty funny, though, that are coming out of it. Like, people are like, maybe we were too hard on the aliens guy. <laughs> the History Channel guy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> because aliens. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm telling you, the first episode of Ancient Aliens was was fine. It was like, okay, this is, this is a decent show. Uh-huh. And then they just, like, take it to, a, like, this extreme of, like, dude, come on. They're talking yeah. about... They had these ancient, like, satellites, and it would beam uh-huh. light off of something in, on Earth and then shoot it into space, and then from there it would shoot back down. This became sensationalist. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they brought on the, the tinfoil hat started getting bigger and bigger and more mm-hmm. noticeable. And, uh, yeah, it was just like, this. no, this show <laughs> sucks. I, I understand why I hated it growing up, and... But like I said, the first episode, the first, the pilot episode, yeah. it was like they brought up a lot of really compelling, like, yeah, how did they, like, cut these huge blocks of stone, like, that you mm-hmm. would need, like, a diamond saw or, or a, something like that nowadays to make such yeah. precise cuts in these stone, and, and they were and it did it all those thousands of years ago, and yeah. it's like... Just shit like that to where it's like, yeah, how how the fuck did they actually do that, mm-hmm. you know, without I, without some kind of uh, a- extraterrestrial uh, assistance. Mm-hmm. I also feel that some of the reaction people are having to the idea of aliens existing and then being so indifferent to it is their focus is on a, on, a, on a lot of different things, a lot of different dramas in their lives, a lot of different things that weigh more heavily on them. Than this idea of aliens existing, right? So you have like some tweets where that I've seen where some people are like, well, I got crippling, uh, you know, debt. Uh, you know, are these aliens going to help me uh, get rid of my student loans? <laughs> <laughs> like, are they going to help me, you know, uh, stop being so depressed? <laughs> like, are they going to, you know, help me, you know, be more financially stable in in, in society? If the answer is no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't give a fuck well, about Well, like Robert Robert Stack you know? said something on one of the episodes of Unsolved Mysteries and I mean like you know obviously this line was written for him by the, his writers but like it was something along the lines of like 
Americans um, aren't going to believe in in like aliens until they see a little green man on the channel for news or whatever. I don't even think that's true anymore now because of the fact that people would be all that's fake. Yeah. That's yeah, fake. That's the, CGI. Yeah, there's the whole AI. Deep, deep fake thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why you'd kind of have to do it, you know, and like before technology got so advanced. I don't. I think there is something to be said though about if this, you know, aliens or UAP, you know, UAPs or non-human biologics. If if these were things that the government knew about and they actually were willing to maybe, you know, integrate themselves and into uh, into uh, our society and on Earth kind of a missed opportunity in terms of you know, collaborating with them, you know, and maybe we would have been able to fix some of our problems that we're dealing with, like, you know, climate change and some of these other things. Like if we, you know, opened up a, you know, a, a line of discourse or, or actually tried to build some sort of connection with them other than keeping them, you know, behind closed doors and making everything so clandestine and in the shadows. How does one even go about, like, I know we're really getting off into the deep end right now, <laughs> but, like, how does one even, like, go about communicating? Say, like, one crashes to the earth and we take, um, you know, custody of it or control yeah. of it. Um, I think they would have to want to communicate with us, first and foremost. Apparently, they can they communicate telepathically from what I've, from yeah. everything. From all the episodes of Unsolved Mysteries I've seen, <laughs> that's my expertise that I'm bringing to the table, folks. Um, yeah, maybe it's a telepathic thing where, like, they don't yeah. need language. And if they are so smart, obviously they are if they got to Earth and, and you know, within our galaxy and outside of our galaxy. Uh-huh. We, we have not found any planets where life is even kind of... Well, that's not true. There's some, there's some like, uh, I think... There's some plants where there there could be some kind of like bacteria or yeah. something in the water millions of miles uh-huh. or you know thousands of feet down, you know, there's whatever. But as far mm-hmm. as like like meaningful life, like we haven't found anything no anywhere near us. And these are planets that are like geez, they're like just thousands and thousands of miles away from mm-hmm. Earth, not to mention the fact that we haven't even gotten to mars yet and that's like just yeah. that's like a hop skip and a jump compared to like neptune or saturn you know and and yeah. and but we've had the technology to look at these planets now granted a lot of them well not well some of them have like these clouds over the entire planet so you a really, lot of them are made out of gas so they, there's just no solid yeah um so in the conditions no the conditions are just like the, the god awful as far as that the makeup of the atmosphere like ninety yeah. percent ammonia ten percent like carbon monoxide mm-hmm. you know like just these crazy atmospheres that humans could just never survive in mm-hmm. so if a UFO did come to Earth it would have had to have come so far away their technology would have to be as such to where it, it can defy kind of like the laws of like known physics yeah which is possible there's um certain like dark matter in the universe yeah. and it 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 displays uh-huh. certain certain characteristics that 
defy our knowledge of of physics of of yeah. how it should be able to do what it's doing. I mean, I don't I don't you know, I definitely do buy into that because if you watch some of the footage of the UAPs that leaked, like they don't move like anything known to man. Yeah. So it makes sense that, you know, it, it, it's something that is from that far uh, in the galaxy or in the universe from us. But that also begs and also uh, creates a question as, you know, maybe we're so primitive compared to these aliens that ever these these non-human biologics that they're like we don't want to communicate with you we, we, you we, we see you we us. see you as animals we see you as beneath yeah. us that's why we've been experimenting yeah. on you like your your monkeys yeah because we we think we're so far above you that you know well they kind of are if that if that is the case that they're able to do all this stuff technologically then in some ways they are yeah and i mean Good Lord, how long would it be that the alien is on Earth until someone tried to fuck one of them? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's knowing gonna, he, human beings. They mentioned that like someone's gonna want alien pussy. Yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah, it is or whatever it is they have down there. <laughs> yeah, 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 and like within the first like week, you know, of, of uh-huh. someone will have tried to fuck one because that's how human beings are. That was another so, thing that was uh, covered in Alien Nation. There was like uh, alien uh, prostitutes. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> well, I done fucked all my barn <laughs> barn animals, and I'm tired of my wife's pussy. Time for some alien vagina or whatever it is. I don't care. It can't be gay if uh, it's an alien thing. <laughs> it's only gay if it's a male human thing. Yeah, um, I wonder how people would react if the you know, the aliens were gay. <laughs> there were trans aliens. I don't even know if any of, that, <laughs> any of that can apply to something that's not. I know a mammal. It's just, it's just a, it's just a funny thought process. People would, people would be triggered by that too. Um, but yeah, maybe we're just so primitive that they just don't want to talk to us, or maybe you know, there's no way for us to actually communicate with them properly or maybe they have seen what we do to each other they've seen our actions and they're like yeah we're they're not ready for anything that we might you know share with them because they'll just destroy themselves faster i wonder if there's like (laughs) any like rebellious aliens who are tired of their like upper crusty kind of holier than thou (laughs) and they see what we're doing on earth like oh that looks like a party man I want to yeah. go. And, I want to go and join join that much lower of all. But then the that alien flower diaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then that alien would get beaten up because he'd be like super condescending to everyone, like telepathically telling everyone that, that how like stupid they are and whether <laughs> I call me stupid. Throw like a beer bottle at the alien's head. Like I have made a horrible yeah. mistake coming here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's a, it's an interesting thought process, you know, or thought exercise to think about, you know, if aliens are real and, and this is proving that they exist or is a step forward in proving that, why have they not communicated with us more? Why have they not been uh, more visible? Um, it's definitely something to think about. And I definitely do think that we probably are a part of the reason why. Yeah, just shitty humans in general. 
Well, they said something. Uh, I remember hearing a long time ago um, something along the lines of if they discovered a- if aliens were truly found to be something that is real and really exists, it would turn all the religions of the world upside yes. down and everyone would lose their minds because the Bible never mentioned anything like that. It was God created the heavens and the earth. And I think they would eventually interpret it a different way because the Bible in a lot of ways is, is really just interpretation to begin with. Uh, it's like the constitution, you know, it's like, Oh, well you can look at it this way, but you can also look at it that way. They'd be like, Oh, they're fallen angels. And that would just be their explanation. So or then something. they'd be demons. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Really smart. Um, demons. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think there's like, they, there's a term like Nephilim or whatever. So like they think that, that you know that might be the explanation for aliens if they were revealed to to be um, real, um, but also we're a less religious nation than we have been in the past. So I think there would be a lot of people who would just be like, "Oh, I don't care. I mean, I don't read the Bible, and I'm not religious anyway." So I mean, yeah, you're you're right in the sense of we are less religious now than we've ever been. However, um, we are still a very religious country. Uh, oh yeah, living uh, living in the South, watching, um, you know, a lot of the Trump supporters and listening to kind of the stuff that they say, and it's like, oh yeah, uh-huh. we're still very afraid of change, and we're still very, uh-huh. as as Obama so, once put it, clinging to God, guns, yes. and. Uh, what was country it? in countries something like that yeah and and i get it i mean that that's also uh, an understandable reason as to why you know if this was information that was available to see the public for so long that it was kept hidden because there would be hysteria and there would be people that wouldn't be able to handle it um um but I think eventually people would ad- adjust and adapt because you know that's just how society works um, but yeah, uh, and I, 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 it'd be interesting to see what, if anything further comes from this. Um, is this all we have, uh, on the article? That's all I have on the article. I mean, there's probably other articles that are probably more in depth, but I didn't think we really needed to, you know, go that deep into it. Yeah, I know it's fine. Um, just kind of skim a little bit over some of the more, uh, uh, bigger talking points about, you know, the, the hearing. I know some people say, oh, well, you know, he could be lying and blah, 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 blah. And nobody who has lied to Congress uh, lately has really suffered any consequences. But my thing is, like, he's a relatively established former military official. Like, he has a hell of a lot less to lose than your average Joe going up. And he's, know, he's like, older. So, he's like, on it, you know, he's, he's kind of done everything he's going to do in life. And on his way out, he's yeah. going to be like yo by the way before i die yeah these are real well also like if he lied and he was revealed to be lying like he could face consequences in terms of losing you know some of the benefits that he's obtained that's know, that's why military official i love listening to memoirs but i especially love it when the memoir is when they're older because at that point they just don't give a fuck anymore and they'll just yeah. they'll just air all the dirty laundry that's about. what it should be a memoir should not be written by Billie Eilish at age 20 yeah I, I made a whole video about that that <laughs> didn't really do fuck all but uh yeah I know uh, I hate yeah I think it's kind of 
I mean, unless or the YouTubers who do their memoir. Oh god, you know? I will not ever listen to any of those. I could g- give a fuck. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> read, that's a lie. I listen to James. Read one. The James Rolfs. Uh, yeah, I listen to his audio. Well, he's old enough at this point. Well, I mean, you know? I, I was genuinely interested in yeah. you know what what his life was like and why he doesn't have time anymore. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of like developmental problems growing up, so it was kind yeah. of crazy that he ended up making this whole he's like autistic yeah yeah he's, he's definitely yeah. on the spectrum and yeah. uh had a lot of anger I, 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 I sympathize with him on that like i was a very angry kid throwing stuff around didn't know why i was angry yep and you know people weren't really uh as supportive in terms of like the school at least not just yet and it would i had to be diagnosed with, uh, when it comes to having asperger's before they really move forward in in a more positive direction and also before i it really i was really able to figure out what was going on um so yeah all right so uh let's go to our uh group uh uncovering (laughs) unexplained mysteries uh check out the the messages of uh encouragement and yeah um i kind of i only posted it like four hours ago so yeah a lot of people probably haven't had it as much time to post on here, but we did get some, some well mm-hmm. wishes and stuff like that. So I'll just read that for some of it's really sweet too, yeah. to be honest. Deborah Walsh says, looking forward to lots of banner. Good luck in your new chapter. So I'm guessing she's going to stick around, which is cool. Yeah. Katie Stanko, who has been around for just shit, pretty much the very beginning. Um, she's been one of our loyal listeners. She says, I think it's only natural that you guys are rebranding. I shamelessly followed a teen mom, one that started around the same time you guys did. And she recently stopped because you just can't talk about a niche topic for seven years without burnout. I'll be here for the next chapter. Started from the started from SoundCloud. Now we here. Got a nice little Drake <laughs> reference in there. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, well, I like I had like a TikTok channel where I talked about like my alcohol issues and Oh, I didn't know about that. That's interesting. Oh yeah, I I didn't I didn't really talk about it. I didn't really promote it. No. Yeah, I certainly didn't promote it because like I didn't want to. I wanted it to be anonymous at first. Um, uh huh. But then after it's kind of your anonymous AA. Yeah, but then after a while, <laughs> I was just like, uh, I'm not gonna. I'll never like post a link to it anywhere. But I, if people find me, they find me. Did you like black out your face like in Unsolved Mysteries and have like the deep voice? <laughs> no, because when I first started out, I was like, well, if I don't follow anybody, there's no way that, you know, people can find me because I, I didn't use uh-huh. I didn't use my picture of myself for the for the profile picture. I just used this logo that I made. And yes, it's me in the videos. But this is this video is going out to a, you know, a sea of random people who don't know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, after a while, I started following people, and then, then it, TikTok started recommending me to people who do know me, and some people who know me follow me on there now, and it's just like, well, that's that's just great. Um, I don't care though. Cause was it was it sort of like therapy for you? It was nice hearing a bunch of people say, "Dude, I have the exact same problem," or "I'm the exact yeah. same way." Yeah, and then I, then you meet people who are like way worse than you, and it's just like, yeah. oh god, is this it really puts things into perspective? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I've been I've been drinking every single day for the past ten years. I can't wake up without grabbing a drink, and I'm like, God, 
Like, I know how I feel now with my, the schedule that I'm on of drinking where I'm, where I'm drinking yeah. like six days a week. Um, and like how I feel now, like waking up, like just brain fog, feeling like shit, no uh-huh. energy. Even though you slept through the na- night, you feel like you got no sleep whatsoever. Um, I couldn't imagine how shitty one would feel Yeah, doing that like, from the moment you wake up, you start drinking and you do that every day. Like, God damn, dude, you're like, yeah, you're not even really functioning anymore. You're just like a non-functioning alcohol, severe alcoholic. Like, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> let me. So is that is that kind of an eye opening thing for you where you're kind of like, oh, man, I don't want to be like that. I mean, Right? No, because I, 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 I'm so OCD about myself. Like, I'm so much of a control freak that, like, I will never allow myself to get to that point. Um, Like, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm going to my gig, and it's going to suck um, uh-huh. because drinking really helps being around these annoying people. But <laughs> I, you know what? I got to have one fucking day out of the week, at least, where I just give myself a break and... yeah. I'd Start like- with one day, and then you know, as as things go uh, further, you know, if you feel like you can go more than one day, then you can do that. Like it's just a step well, by step sort of process. The sad thing is, is that I, it originally was two days. It was Monday and Thursday, and then okay, um, that Monday karaoke gig was just it was proving too hard to handle. It was, it was bad. Was sober, so I was like, "Fuck this." Okay. Um, but I choose to drink every time I I mm-hmm. drink, and tonight I'm choosing not to. So it's like. I, I feel like it's. I'm never gonna let myself get to that point to where it's like oh, steps. Yeah, Ste- you know, just stepping in the right direction. You know, in your own way, uh, so, your own pace. Long- so Robin also left a comment. He said, uh, "Robin Lewis said, hey, I've been meaning to say this. It is fair enough that both Josh Cannon and Mike Brown have agreed to do this. I understand that it's not easy to keep something like this as long as both of you have." And also, I could clearly hear a pink crayon being used to draw on the wall for a better part of a year and a half now. I do hope for the best for the new version of the podcast. I don't know if I quite get the pink crayon reference, but I'm assuming... I don't know. I'm assuming he just means that, like, uh, it, it sounded sounded like we were tapped out. I don't know. Oh, I think I think he's probably maybe referenced... I don't know. He's making some sort of reference, maybe. My, my theory is that it's like you're... You specifically were a lot more disengaged, so maybe he's like thinking, "Oh, you're drawing on on the wall or whatever." Oh, of, yeah, you know, really being engaged with the with the podcast. Yeah, probably something like that. And you've got Eddie Eddie Romero. Uh, he says, "I've grown to love your chit chat more than the segment talks." I'm into pop culture. Can't wait for the rebranding. Let me know if I can help. And then he has a gift from a uh, 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 Winter Soldier. I think that's what what it was from, like because I'm with you to the end of the line with Cap, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I don't know if it was Eddie, but uh, one of one of our listeners said that like they've never even seen the show, but they love our podcast. Mm-hmm. They've never seen Unsolved Mysteries. I can't imagine like listening to our podcast and have never and you've never seen the original Unsolved Mysteries because like we make so many references about oh and that stupid shirt he was wearing uh-huh. and then that that look on his face when he, the guy showed yeah. up and it's like well this isn't very um engaging if you don't know what, what we're talking <laughs> about 
But yeah, so like, I mean, you know, I preferred, like I said, I've said it a million times, I'll say it again. When when we first started the podcast in 2016, I was super stoked to finally share. I had so much shit I wanted to talk about, about Mm -hmm. the show with, and then, you know, I meet this other person who's just as into the show as I am. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this was a world where like, I got, I was lucky if I met anybody who had even seen the show let alone was, like, uh, obsessed with it, you know? Like, yeah. A lot of people liked the show, but they, they weren't, like, super nerds like me. No. Um. So, yeah, at first, I was very, like, fired up and, re- you know, ready to go and, like, oh, man, we got to talk about Allagash, we got to talk about Tallman House, and like I said, for the like, probably first hundred episodes, that really was, like, kind of a fun thing, and then, you know, anytime we got to talk about, like, a cult that that was more appealing uh-huh. to me because like i had already gotten all the segments out of my system that i really want to talk about yeah scientology and, i yeah. love talking about that um reading from my old diaries was fun mm-hmm. uh yeah it's like but just the unsolved mystery segments it, like just died off and i was like all right well i don't uh i don't really fuck <laughs> with this anymore morgan who's also pretty much been with us from the very beginning from saskatoon Saskatchewan, Canada, uh-huh. says, uh, I feel like the podcast started as more nostalgia-focused rather than true crime-focused. And that's true. It definitely yeah. definitely did. Nostalgia for Unsolved Mysteries, yep. Robert Stack. I always loved hearing comments on the clothing, acting, glasses, general 80s, UM stuff. Personally, that's what got me hooked, as well as ridiculous impressions and banter. I think you guys could bring all that uh, to other topics if you're choosing. Um yeah so yeah i mean i agree um you have uh chris uh fincham leave a comment here he says i mean you've been saying for a while that you've covered all the interesting ones a long time ago and honestly getting a podcast of 250 episodes of just the two of you working on it is a heck of an achievement thank you chris yeah um yeah, no, I mean, like, I like a lot of podcasts, they... They, they weren't even gone as long as we did. <laughs> no, or or they're made with the specific purpose of being, like, a limited engagement kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's only supposed to go for 30 episodes or something yes. like that. Ours was just kind of open-ended to, like, well, I guess until we run out of episodes to talk about. And it's like, well, even then, we can find other things to talk about. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, oh, so I'm responding to Morgan right now. <laughs> then you have this uh, comment from Kyle, and uh, there's a lot of uh, really nice words here from from Kyle here that I definitely do appreciate. I think he's another uh, long-time listener. So he's like, we grew, we grew with you guys, from the toe and possum to Mike getting a job to Josh struggling to get through the lockdowns of COVID because of his DJing. We listened to you panic about the rebranding because of Cosgrove and Murr getting their undies in a twist over a thumbnail and using their show's name through the brief skirmish of the Eggman a couple of oh, years God, ago. Yeah, Eggman. It's been a hell of a ride, and you guys kept me listening when I would drive all over the Northwest looking for Dish Network. I'll be keeping an eye out for your new stuff. Thanks, guys, for keeping us all entertained through the years, and I promise that I won't get teary-eyed. And honestly, reading that kind of choked me up a little bit 
It's not yeah. to, to the point where I'm like, oh, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to end the, the podcast the way that it is. It just got me choked up a little bit, you know, just kind of realizing that there were some people out there that, you know, were with us for the entire ride. And and truly, like, listened and cared yes. and gave a shit. Yeah. I mean, this guy kind yeah. of, like, in a nutshell, like, meant like brought up like a lot of the things that kind of happened mm-hmm. that were major and kind of more minor being Eggman, yeah. but um that yeah. throughout our whole podcast from the start of the yeah. Cosgrove Moyer thing that had me shitting bricks cuz I had to talk to their fucking lawyer uh-huh to the fucking um pandemic and yeah, us doing still doing the podcast through that, and and yeah, I was freaking out because I had all my gigs got you know got shit canned, and I didn't have no. work, and it was like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do now? And um, yeah, so then now we got Zach Weber, and um, I've probably been most involved with Zach. Uh, Zach's been a guest on this show. Um. He says, thank you for all the memories, friendships, and for giving me the foundation and courage to start my own podcast. 100% certain my life wouldn't have been the same without uncovering unsolved mysteries. Oh, that's I love that he throws in the original name. Yeah, because yeah, that was the original name of the show, Uncovering Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. Yeah, no, Zach actually went out and started his own podcast, a Knights of Vader podcast, and um, he had his moments where he was like kind of teetering on the brink of like, giving up and i'm like no don't give up you know stick with it and now i think he's got like a nice little listener base um good back that's awesome back before he glad that that we could uh collaboratively you know be an inspiration because you know that's really honestly you know i was inspired by a friend of mine and a youtuber to even start doing youtube videos in the first place or be on the platform and through the confidence that I gained from doing that, that led me to reaching out to Josh to do this podcast. I'm not going to lie. It's nice to see that that cycle, uh, you know, continued in in some some capacity. Yeah, uh, my my inspiration for my YouTube channel was the Angry Video Game Nerd. (laughs) Hey, it's an inspiration for a lot of people. Oh, God. That was partly an inspiration, too. I mean, I, I... some of my rant, earlier rant videos, I know for a fact I was trying to, you know, ape his style. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. Like, I, I... I wasn't as cringy as some of the other... Because uh, I've seen I've seen a bunch of those, like, uh, <laughs> top 10 YouTubers who ripped off Angry Video Game uh-huh. Nerd, and they're, they're really, really, really bad. Like, I find a- it crazy that, like, the irate gamer, he's still around, and, like he's considered like i guess the lesser of evils for a lot of people but like i always felt he was pretty bad too and i didn't so i've never really been like oh that red gamer is not that bad i'm like no he sucks <laughs> he's pretty awful i and he's just not as bad as some of these other avga knockoffs for me i i want it i got into the happy video game nerd uh, <laughs> that guy it, it, did you see the saga was it was that the guy no, that was a different guy. Because there's like this saga of this guy who literally turned into a stalker. He was an angry video game nerd uh, clone. And then he started stalking this girl. And then it got like absolutely insane. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've heard of it. Like I, if it 
If it involves YouTube lore or drama, then I'm usually like all over that shit. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I started watching Happy Video Game Nerd, and um, I, I was going going there to mock. But then when I actually watched his stuff, um, he did this whole like piece about Earthbound that was really good. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Damn, this dude's actually got some like talent, some editing, and you know all that." His his shtick was cheesy, but that's just how he got people in the door. And then once they got in the door, they saw, "Oh, this guy, Game actually- Dude." That oh, was Game the dude. guy's name, Game uh, Dude. What a generic. I mean, what a creative fucking name. <laughs> and then finally, so far at least, as of this recording, we got Mary Ray who says, "I loved the banter more than the stories." Anyways. <laughs> We'll be, stick, we'll be sticking with uh, with you to hear all about the crazy shenanigans you two get into. Yeah, I feel like uh, a good percent of our audience that are still around, at least, or that's kind of how they feel about it, too. Like, they they kind of are more into the... Um, basically, anything that we do aside from the actual segments themselves. Yeah. Quite frankly, I feel the same way as of, like, the last at least year and a half. Yeah. I was more into, like, anything on the... Su- Either before we got into the segments or after we got into the segments, I was more into that stuff than I was. Depending on the case, I was kind of in a similar boat. Like there's some times where I would be more up for the case or the or or the discussion than than Josh would, and I would just basically be carrying <laughs> the majority of, of 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 the load. Um, but you know, uh, it, it's it's just one of those things where you get to a point where you're like, okay, that was fun. But I, 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 you know, it just, we, I've squeezed everything that I can out of something. And, you know, it's a collaborative thing. You know, I could, if I, you know, I, I could probably, you know, carry on, but it just wouldn't be the same. So I'd rather just rebrand, we rebrand everything, you know, start over, start a different, uh, a chapter, you know, with Josh, you know, with the podcast. Yeah, I've always told people, I was like, yeah, my three passions in life are my band, my YouTube channel, my podcast. And lately it's kind of been like my band, my, band. my, YouTube, <laughs> cha- my, my YouTube channel. And yeah, those two things. Those are my passions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, like- that's your passion. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, alcohol. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's a bad habit more than a passion, but uh Yeah. But you know. So yeah, I mean it's like I want to get back to the point to where like I can I can happily say, yeah, and the podcast, that's also a passion yeah. of mine, you know. I don't know if we can incorporate chit chat. I don't know if that would be a good idea to incorporate that into the title. Cuz I just thought about that. Oh, I don't okay. know how you could really incorporate that into a new title. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. I know people who have podcasts, and there's literally already a podcast called the the thing that they're called, and, yes. and they're like, oh well, um, they'll have some excuse for it. I'm like, dude, that's like that's not a good idea. That's gonna confuse people. That's like when when we started dancing with ghosts uh, before I trademarked the name. Um, there was a dancing with ghosts in like kentucky but they they're yeah they're very much inactive now and uh-huh we're so active that like our our shit is what shows up you know yeah nine times out of ten we there, there's it. a couple podcasts that i looked up that there was like a title that i was uh, i was thinking about and it was already taken but they hadn't done a podcast in like years 
Yeah. So, so now there's this. Know. There's still this stupid ban in England, and since uh, U.S. trademark doesn't obviously extend to England, there's another dancing with ghosts, and these motherfuckers at Apple and Spotify everywhere else, they're not smart enough to realize that we're two different bands. And so Stephanie was able to separate the two bands on Spotify, but then I went on Apple the other day and I noticed that that band's shit is in our stuff. And I think, I think that fucks us up in some small way. I think that's why, because it's like, we have like, I know it's not a lot, but it's a lot for us. We have like 220 monthly listeners so far on Spotify. And we still don't have a fans also like. So like on Spotify, they'll have a band and then they'll have a section of, uh, you know, basically like bands that fans of this band also listen to. And I've seen people with like 50 monthly listeners get a fans also like section. And we've been wanting one of those so bad. Okay. To see, like, what, you know, because you can't tell me that out of 220 people, like, five to ten people in that list don't share some of the same sh- bands that they mm-hmm. all listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think the reason that that stupid UK <laughs> Dancing with Ghosts was on our page from the beginning, I think that fucked up our, yeah. like, like, our algorithm or something within yeah. Spotify. Yeah. But now the name's um, at least trademarked in the U.S., so there can't legally be any other Dancing with Ghosts except one, us. Speaking of like doing things from the beginning, like we probably really should have tried to do more stuff on YouTube with like streams or or some sort of video. Oh yeah, when I content. saw how like easy and fun that was, yeah, uh, we was, we just was like wow. collectively we just, it just went over our heads or just well, didn't go into I remember, our head. I remember what it was. You know? Back in the day, we did try to do that. And it was bad. Yeah. Well, it it was just, it was so labor intensive. Yeah. Because yes. they didn't have all yes. these apps that they do now. I remember that. Yeah. Like, it was. Like, we could have tried it again, you know, as, as, as technology advanced. But we were like, ah, we're, we're, we're fine with what we're doing. You know. Well, it's not like I get a newsletter that says, hey, by the way, remember those problems <laughs> you were having? streaming five years ago well now there's this new app to where you can do it yeah, easier that, i don't get yeah, i don't get those yeah. newsletters you know no 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 not at all it'd be convenient I, I i will say this i think both josh and i are definitely gonna try to do more of that yeah we did um, a stream as, 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 we, as we go forward we did a live stream on mike's page like a month or so ago and that was a lot mm-hmm. of fun and it was fun having your your and my people kind of come in yeah. and chime in. That's all. Getting that instant yeah. feedback is always fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't really know what else to I think, discuss. I think this is probably good. Yeah, good, I mean, good, good a uh, place to end things. Uh, it's not as long as our normal ones, but I mean, it's not kind of like a farewell episode. So. Yeah, it's like a farewell episode. You know, it's just kind of. I'm thanking everybody, thanking all the listeners for supporting us over the years, you know, through our shenanigans, you know. <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm going to milk this just a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm going to go through our episodes real quick. Uh-huh. And name off some of my, the ones that I liked the most. Okay. Um, A, a lot of my favorites are going to be the early ones. Episode mm-hmm. three, Kurt McFall, Resurrection Mary, and Elvis's Last Night. I especially wanted to talk about Elvis's Last Night. That's his segment yeah, that I really like. Yeah, the attacks. 
Oh, yeah. Um, episode four, Scared to Death, Texas UFO, Ghost Boy. Oh, the infamous uh-huh. Ghost Boy story. Yeah. The one where we're like, oh, this is great. Oh, wait, this is a bunch of bullshit. Oh, wait, the mom's just made it all up so she could sell her crazy books. Yeah. Um, episode five, D.B. Cooper, Sociopath uh-huh. Marie Hilly, area, the Area 51 Roswell Connection, all fucking mm-hmm. top tier segments, especially D.B. Cooper. Holman House. Um, that was Ghost. episode two, which we redid later on, so it's yeah. not actually on here until later. Um, yeah. Episode six, Belgian UFO, the Kelsey House hauntings, Mothman. I always loved the Mothman segment, yeah. even though it's campy. I, I always loved it. It truly did kind of freak me out. Sand crane. It's a sand crane, yeah. Josh. God, sand <laughs> crane. It's like, you should... You, even though the guy who said that in the interview what, wasn't saying that he believed it, he was just saying these were theories that he uh-huh. heard. I still want to slap him for even repeating that. <laughs> How dare you? Of course, the two Mary murders, right? You know, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why the phone kept ringing. I just let it ring. They told me to take a polygraph test, but I was not assured that they would have the proper considerations to uh, for me to do a polygraph test in 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 uh, resulting in a fair whatever the fuck because he was on like <laughs> medication he was on like anti-anxiety anxiety, old moon pie moon pie Morris. face slappable ass fucking <laughs> mike morris um episode seven rain boy the electric lady uh-huh. oregon bigfoot oregon whatever um i always liked the rain boy segment i electric lady i didn't never really cared so much for that one I was kind of. I think it was fun though to, you know, kind of just discuss how ridiculous it was. Yeah, I was just in the first like fuck probably twenty episodes. I was the, yeah. going off the ultimate box set, the little chests that I have. Mm-hmm. I was just going off of those because those were the ones that like I knew, just like the back of my. I don't hand. think I, I. I think I think it was going off a combo of things. Like I was finding stuff in the you know in the VHS rips. And then we were also going off of the ones that were from the box set. Because I even remember, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't even need to watch that one again. Like, I, I've seen that one enough, so many times. Like, I can, I can just talk about it, you know. Oh, like my right God. Now, I, think I, fa- go. I, I think I found the be- like our best episode. Yeah. Episode nine, the, wha- yeah. the Whackers UFO Odyssey, which is the Withville, uh, Kentucky. Yeah. Tunnel, uh-huh. tunnel robbers and whistle blown dave box yeah yeah that's it's like good... four classic segments right yes. there like damn that one that one should be uh i uh, love the two that we did about the worst unsolved mystery segments I that, really uh, that was a lot too. of fun like taking shit that was so easy to tear apart i mean it's easy to make fun of the acting anyway Fucking aphrodisiacs <laughs> that fucking lug nut of a guy <laughs> yeah Oh, look, the, I couldn't get a fucking boner, and then I eat these chocolates, and uh, let's just say uh, I was kind of a uh, stud the whole night, you know what I'm saying? I'd slip to the old salami. I don't even know if he was Italian, but whatever. I'm allowed uh, to make Italian The jokes. angel that looked like Fabio, of course, uh, Storm in Hell. Pretty much for the fir- for at least the first ten episodes, like each one had... W- with, that, with that freaking kid in the reenactment talking about, you know, the... Singing the, oh God. the Bible song. Yeah. <laughs> Storm in Hell is pretty bad. Um, yeah, like the first 10 episodes. You're there's... a piece of garbage. <laughs> 
Gotta love that uh, PG uh, network television like insults or teardowns. Yeah, yeah. But no, for the first ten episodes each, we talk about a UFO segment, so you could see mm-hmm. like I was getting out my you know my my chomping at the bit to talk about all things yeah. paranormal. I I I personally liked the uh, Paradise Lost stuff. I, I did. I like the. I'm not the, gonna lie. That one was hard for me because it was just so much shit to watch. I know, and so much I shit know. to remember, and so much I just know. like, oh. Those. I still think we. I, I still think we managed to do a pretty pretty good job on that, despite you know the the massive amount of work. Damn! Did it took. really take us to episode twelve to talk about the Allagash abductions? I yeah, mean, it did. Wow. Um, I also, I I liked uh, the satanic panic thing. I thought that was fresh and kind of different. I didn't like Scientology. I didn't like that. I had to read for the satanic panic one. I know that felt like a homework assignment. (laughs) I would say the, the better parts of the satanic panic stuff was when we were watching like the Geraldo show. Yes, that was, that was good. The Geraldo. And and, and then uh, reacting to that. Uh, not necessarily the Michelle remembers stuff, even though we're kind of ahead of the curve with that because there's a documentary coming out about it. Um, yeah, a lot of the unsolved mysteries related stuff was fun, especially talking about the cases that I remember, you know, from when I was, you know, a kid, or or talking about the forbidden segments that you know were just kind of lost to time um, and weren't streaming. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot that were you know genuinely a lot of fun. Um, the one we did on the alien documentary that was that was a lot of fun. Forgot the name of it. The guy who uh, gets sound, with the, sounds like his nipples are getting tweaked yeah, every time he's yeah. freaking out. <laughs> he had the, like the photo evidence of just clearly Photoshop. Well, they're 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 just literal like filters that were in like <laughs> basic Microsoft like photo programs where it's like yeah you can tell it's real because i put on this filter and then this other <laughs> filter that makes him look like he's made out of stone and that for some reason like makes it more real yeah um yeah there it's it's definitely a, a podcast that i have a lot of fond memories of yeah and, i'm, I'm just know, like i never i never would have you know, met you if it wasn't for, you know, uh, us deciding to go on this journey together. So, you know, I wouldn't have, have met, you know, uh, what I consider to be a close friend. So who um, who still has never met in person. No, I think if, if it wasn't for the damn pandemic, I think I would have been able to go to a, go to a show. Cause I think oh, we would have been on tour. Somebody, there was somebody in the group that I think was willing Eddie. to like maybe do you know Eddie we were willing to maybe do a road trip and I think we would have probably we would have found a way to do it. Yeah, because I would have been so. up in like Minnesota. I think that's that was the day. Wasn't there one in Idaho or something? Yeah, like, Des Moines. Yeah, I think that's what we would have tried to do is Idaho. Okay, because Idaho, you know, it's a bit of a drive, but like from here, from Washington, it's not too. Oh God, for me, it, crazy. it would be insanity. Oh yeah, to drive from from Florida to Washington. <laughs> so then, like episode fifty four is when we had Robin Warder on from Trail One yes. Cold. I think he's. I, I think he's went on to become a little bit bigger of a deal than when he was on our yeah. podcast. Yeah, but he did come um, on. I really, speaking of people who are on the podcast, I loved having the DP. That was one of my favorites. Kevin O'Brien, too, the DP, Kevin O'Brien. Yeah, from Unsolved Mysteries. 
Yeah, you you would like that kind of stuff, given your uh, movie fanaticism. Yeah, that was that was that was really cool. Then of course we can't forget all of the perhaps it's you girls, uh, yeah. Liz, Liz especially uh, guest yeah. hosted a lot, and uh-huh. uh, they they were really funny, and I think um, it was it was interesting to hear, you know, uh, another unsolved mysteries rewatch podcast was yeah, out a there. different perspective yeah and yeah they're just really funny probably still are i haven't listened to one of their episodes in a while because it sucks no, i'm just joking the mystery um, rock that was that was a fun oh one. yeah yeah that was fun yeah they were hilarious on on that one about <laughs> the mystery rock and then liz of course guest hosted this show a few times when mike wasn't and i available. definitely i definitely really enjoyed the fraud pretty much any time we covered a fraud segment on the podcast yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why the frauds became like so. The log cabin one, the one with Ron Rushton. Uh, oh shit! I totally forgot that I used to do the whole news of the bazaar. Yeah, that that I was kind of fun. Totally too. forgot that that was a thing that I did. News of the bazaar. <laughs> I I liked episode sixty nine, uh, '90s vampire cults. Uh, yeah. That was that was a fun one to fuck. Did we do? With. We did another one that was fun too, fairly recently about vampire cults. The 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 documentary, the shockumentary thing from like UPN. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. That was uh just a bunch of greasy teenagers in a basement. <laughs> yeah. I could I could smell that picture. <laughs> I could smell the screen when they came on. It did did not smell good. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just scrolling through the, uh, episodes here, just pointing out anything that stands out to me. Um, uh, episode 75, Miracles! That's what we named it. Yes. That's when we tear into, uh... Yes. The Miracles. Um, Michael Swango can suck my wango in a Dodge Durango. <laughs> <laughs> Episode seventy seven, the devil's backbone. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the ghost that was coming all the time. It's just constipated, really bad. And then in episode 79, we have to face the devil with the Allagash abductions a hoax question mark. Yes. Yeah. We had to because we heard that the the full one of the fourth guys there was uh was a, a fraudster. Uh-huh. And uh maybe that the Allagash didn't happen. Um episode 80 I believe was the first time we ever read our bad reviews. So <laughs> that was 5 years ago. Just think about how many more shitty uh-huh. reviews we've gotten since then. There might be people giving like 5 stars. They'd be like, "Thank God they're going to stop talking about true crime." <laughs> um let's see here. Okay. So episode 83 is and 83 and 84 is when we redid episode 1 and episode 2. Because uh, the Son of o- Sam. So episode 1 was the Dale and Roswell. Mhm. And then eight, episode 2 was Alcatraz, Tom and House. And I think that was it. And could, we also redid Son of Sam at we, some point. Yeah, too. we saved that one cuz we I guess felt like we did a shitty job the first time. But yeah, the quality on the first two episodes were just so Oof. bad that because we were Oof. using that shitty free audio recording yes. program, and it panned Mike to like the left side of the ear and me to the right yeah, side. I have no, I have 
no genuine positive nostalgia for that fucking thing. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> um, I think... And didn't I also get a better mic or around like this time or was it a little bit later? No, it was episode seven that you got the better yeah. mic. Okay. So yeah, it, it I, didn't take I, it didn't take you long to get no. a better mic. No, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh, we covered the co- the cult of a uh, Nixium or whatever it's called yeah. on episode eighty eight and that I one com- I completely forgot we covered that. <laughs> I did yeah, I did too. Cause like we had our cult month and I guess yeah. that that came way later. Oh, I did episode ninety. I did the Art Bell tribute because uh, Art Bell, the uh, the yeah. original host of Coast to Coast AM, had passed away. He was the best. He he mm-hmm. he was the best uh, host of that show. George Norrie. I didn't wish in a lot. I I mean, I didn't listen. I don't know why I can't speak. I didn't listen to a lot of it, but I do remember listening to some of his show late one night when I was like with my dad. So I, I just think that he had better people on back then. Now it's just, I don't know. George Norrie isn't on there a lot, uh, that much mm-hmm. anymore. Episode 92, we did top 15 UFO segments, not according to us. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Yeah, I don't know why it's listed like that. Uh, oh, maybe we, we, we looked at a list of different UFO segments that were not necessarily our picks for the top UFO segments. By, by episode 95, we finally conclude uh, part four, West of Memphis, uh, uh, yeah. West Memphis 3. Yeah. Um, ep- episode 98, we did 27 things you didn't know about. Unsol- See, we had all these like cool ideas. Episode yeah. 99, oh, this was a fun one. Jesus Camp. Yes, that one. And then yeah. we did ep- part two of that, Where Are They Now? Of yeah. The Jesus Camp people. Yeah, then we didn't we do one on hell whatever is it hell something? Maybe I thought about that was something else that I that I saw. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it was the one where they do like it was a Christian focused thing again where they did like a it was a documentary about you know, the people who were putting on like these uh uh shows, kind of plays about like people getting involved in like drunk driving or whatever. It was hell something. I don't I don't remember. Hell House. I think that's what it was called. <laughs> episode 104, we did the Bible Code. Such a, <laughs> such a stupid episode. Yeah. God. Yeah. Then I think we, yep, yeah, then we get into Cult Month which, uh, with 105, Heaven's Gate, 106, Jim mm-hmm. Jones and the People's Temple. That was a two-parter. Yes. Episode I, I really one, like that one. That 107 was, that was, was uh, Charles Manson and the Family. And then episode 108 was Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, which I have read uh, two books on two pe- or yeah, like two of a a lot of the people, a lot of the family has left the church. But yeah, um, Megan Phelps Roper, she left. She was like the eldest daughter and she was in a lot mm-hmm. of the, the Vice documentaries. She was kind of like the attention whore. I um, definitely feel that with cults in particular, there's more stuff that we could mine. There are more documentaries. There are more we got all, we, we, cases. We got all the big hitters in here. Well, I mean, we didn't do Wild Wild Country, and there's a couple others that I think could have been interesting. Um, but well, it's a wild, really... wild country. <laughs> Episode 110 had, like, uh, compared to, like, the episodes around it, it had, like, a 1,000 or 2,000 more plays, and it uh-huh. was 
the one with Wadada and Le Infant. Yeah. Because so they were segments that a lot of fans liked. They liked those segments, but, you know, they weren't a part of the streaming episodes. They were banned segments, and people were like, oh, I want to hear about that case, those cases again. Televangelist Bomber, I liked that one. Yeah. That sounds hot. Ho- uh, speaking sounds- of televangelism, I liked the one we did on Tammy. No, Tammy Faye Baker. Tammy Faye. Yeah. Yeah, 115 and 116 was, or, yeah, 115, 116 was the Satanic Panics, and even 117. Mm-hmm. Um, then 118 was Michelle Remembers the book that began Satanic Panic. Yeah. Oh, this one has a typo in it. Episode 120, I typed twice. Episode 120, <laughs> episode 120. The Concert from Hell, Bonnie Wilder. Ooh, I know what I, I remember. It's the concert that was the Slaughter Q Festival that we did. Yeah. Oh, I went. I I bashed that promoter so hard in that episode. <laughs> yeah. God, that guy was such a fucking meth uh-huh. head. Yeah. I wanted to cancel, but Steph's like, no. If you cancel, you're gonna burn bridges. <laughs> uh, episode one twenty two, Josh's Christmas nightmare. I don't know what that could have been. <laughs> Oh, yeah, episode 124. Uh, that's the first time you heard about new Unsolved Mysteries episodes on Netflix? Question uh-huh. mark, exclamation point. Yeah. Poor poor bastards. Poor Mike and Josh. We, we Little did we know. Yeah. Not just how bad that show was going to turn out being. We should have known better since they dropped the ball so badly on the Spike TV version. Yeah. Oh, damn. All the way back in... Uh, episode 130 was the Fire Festival fraud. That was four years ago. Holy fuck. That was, that was, a, I enjoyed that one too, talking about the Fire Festival fraud. No, I did too, but like, God, it, I thought that one was more recent. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I like that a lot more than the Tinder Swindler. Damn, then we I did think the, we both couldn't get up for that. Oh, Tinder Swindler? Swindler? Oh, yeah. 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 Ricardo Lopez, the Bjork stalker. That one was really interesting to talk about. Yeah, that fucking guy. They actually had video of him. Of I him know, like it. hours of footage of that fucking guy. Jeez, I, I have another concert nightmare episode one thirty seven in the dispute. Disappearance. Oh, speaking of documentaries, the 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 one about the the guy with the cat. Remember that? Remember that one? The dude who like killed somebody, and then the internet like banded together to find him. Oh, don't fuck, you don't with, fuck cats. with cat. Don't yeah, fuck with cats. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like I like that. I like he, that he had some very European well. name. It was like Luca Magnata or something. Yeah, yeah, Luca. Yeah, Luca Magnata, yeah. Oh, episode one forty, there's something wrong with Aunt Diana. That's a really interesting yeah, documentary. That one was pretty good too. Like driving the the opposite way on the highway yeah. and cra- for no apparent reason kills herself. Her, her nieces and uh-huh. nephews, and only like one or two of them survived. Was it hidden in plain sight? Was was that one other? We did that one about the. Remember that girl who got kidnapped and then she was brainwashed by this guy. Yeah, I believe so. Kind of. Yeah, that that you know, there was savior for the world. You know, these aliens were going to kill her family if she told yeah. anybody that he had been like raping yeah. her. Yeah. Having sex that was a them. rough that was rough subject matter, but it was a really compelling, interesting documentary. So I would say that was that was definitely one of my favorites as well that we did. 
Damn, it took us all the way to 149 to talk about the Socorro close encounter, the UFO yeah. in Mexico. I think it was one of those we got we got caught up in cults, we got caught up in all this other stuff, and maybe it's one we were going to cover, and then we forgot, and then then at that point we're like, oh, crap, we haven't done this one, actually. I, that's one of my, I don't know why I like that one so much, but I really do like uh-huh. that episode. Boss, they were people! <laughs> it's all right, calm down. Pick up your whatever the fuck he dropped. <laughs> uh, the original Night Stalker, episode 157. That one wasn't too bad. Oh, Rodney Alcase, uh, Alcala, the, the dating game murderer. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting one. Zodiac. Yeah, we talked about that one. Uh, <laughs> this... <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I titled this episode 162, Valley Hill Lights or Why Inbreeding is a Bad Idea. Yeah, that one was great, too. God, the Valley Hill Lights. dumbass <laughs> country bumpkins. It's a miracle. I looked at her, and she was just shining, and then I took a picture <laughs> of her, and you can see her shining, and the guy's like, actually... uh when you take the Polaroid and you crack the uh, pit, the <sighs> corner of the picture, it light leaks in and it looks like a, a light burst. That's all that is, you uh-huh. dumb hillbillies. <laughs> uh. Josh hates Florida blue. That's that, that, that made it into one of the... Yeah, your insurance rant. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even remember that rant. <laughs> But I'm sure I was correct in bitching about it. Oh God, episode one one seventy one, Josh's food poisoning saga. That was yeah. God, that was awful. A lot of shit happened to me. Apparently, you got COVID too. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I sure did. I was one of the original, one of the OGs because I got it like in July. 2020. I still don't know if I did. I just got side effects from the booster. That, that sucks. That's what man. I got. I can't believe that. <laughs> That happened to you. That really sucks. Yeah, episode one seventy seven was "Don't fuck with cats." That was a good, a one. good one. I remember watching that uh, in the library at, at in college on my laptop. <laughs> Don't fuck with cats. <laughs> so episode one eighty was "We're all gonna die in COVID nineteen in parentheses." Yeah. So I guess that was the episode where we talked about COVID. Uh-huh. Oh, now, then we do episode 181 and 182 is the Tiger King. Yeah. Because that was like kind of Tiger King goes hand in hand with COVID. I think it was fun. I think it was a fun podcast. We did the best we could with it. But I, I, don't, I don't think that I, I never even seen the sequel and I really don't have any desire to. to no, me honest. neither. I, I, I didn't like the documentary. I thought it was stupid. I liked it more than you did. Yeah, I thought I thought they they did some creative editing to make those people look mm-hmm. as ridiculous as they could. That's a good taste of like, I like this. And Josh is like, no, I don't like it. I didn't, I didn't like this. <laughs> people want to see us like a little bit at odds. I did like the episode 184 McDonald's monopoly scam. That was good. One. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then the very next episode, we we talk about the declassified UFO footage, Go Fast and Gimbal. It's McMillions. Yeah. That was the documentary. It's HBO. Yeah. It's also when we had Zach Weber on the podcast for the the UFO Mm -hmm. declassified footage. Um, 
Don't worry, we only have a hundred more episodes. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, four year anniversary episode one eighty nine. The new new unsolved mysteries on Netflix. Fans Q and A. Clay Taylor. When did you do the the uh, when is the premiere of Josh Flower Diaries? Oh, wait, that would be episode number one ninety two. There we go. Episode one ninety one is the new unsolved mysteries good? We question. <laughs> and Patrice Enders because we had to throw in a classic one. Yeah. yeah, Perks being a Josh Flower, and then from from episode one ninety two to fucking fucking age. Uh, well, I just got stopped for episode two hundred three, an American murder, the family next door with uh, Chris Watts. That was a great one. A great, oh, about the dude who killed his wife and both of his fucking kids. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that crazy yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, that fucking guy. Man, yeah, that guy. That guy gets a special place in hell. Uh, That's epi- the one where you put him in the in the water tower. Yeah, or the or fucking something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Episode two hundred seven, the world's deadliest theme park action park. Yeah, that I like that one actually. It didn't necessarily tie into true crime or anything, but there were crimes. <laughs> Um, it was more like a kind of like a fraud thing, really. Um, it, it, I, I, I enjoyed that. I had fun with it. I think it's a fun documentary, too. So I, I did enjoy that. It took us all, I don't know about all, you. It took us all <laughs> the way to episode 212 to talk about the Shroud of Turin. Figured we yeah, would did, talk. You, did you like the Action Park one? It was okay. Yeah. I liked that they had like Allison, like the guys from Allison Chains in like one of the videos, and they didn't even like bring up the fact that, like, hey, those are the, that's like Jerry Cantrell and uh, Lane Staley. <laughs> they, they didn't even like mention that. It's like, uh-huh. it's kind of weird. Uh, by episode 215, we started reviewing the official Unsolved Mysteries podcast. Uh, Josh is into episode number 22 of The Perks Being a Josh Flower. Um, The Salsa Queen. Is that one of the new ones? I bet it, I think it is. Yeah, probably. Still having to go through that shit. <laughs> Episode two nineteen, America's Most Wanted two oh two. I don't know what that means. That was episode maybe the episode of America's Most Wanted. Yeah, that that would have been a U idea. Yeah. Let's see here. Luis Gasparetto, a great big phony. <laughs> painter guy who said he was channeling yeah. all these great classic painters. Uh-huh. Oh, episode 228 was titled, We Have a Hater, Eggman in parentheses, <laughs> yeah. Philip Breen, Fraud, and Perks Me and Josh Flower, number 34. Oh, Over the Rainbow, Worst Doc Ever. Which one was Over the Rainbow? Oh, that wasn't the one. That was a different one than the alien one. It was something else. What the fuck was that one about? And I, enough for, enough for me to call it the worst documentary ever. What the fuck was that again? Let me type it in, or you you can type it in. I guess. Cause. I think wasn't it like was it a uh, was it a cult documentary? Oh, it was about the Scientology. Yeah, it was a Scientology a bad Scientology documentary. Was it for or against it? I think it was. It was. Uh, Empath, empath, it said empathetic and an empathic and unsettling look at the world through the eyes of Scientologists. God, I don't, I don't even remember that one. I'd have to go. I'd have to go and look that one up again and see what that one it's was. It's like about. an hour and twelve minutes. It was incredibly short. 
Jeez. Josh's wedding nightmare. That was probably one of the last weddings I did with this <laughs> company where the lady yeah. was a fucking cunt. And she was like <laughs> chewing me out for every little thing. Oh, and then when we get to episode 237, we get the final Josh Flower Diary, which is number 43. Uh-huh. So there's 43 of those motherfucking diaries out there. I, I still wonder if I want to make a a master flower diary that and just make it one <laughs> big audio thing, but that would be a lot of work. Yeah. Steph co-hosted on episode 238, The Lamb orders a hit on his wife or tim mm-hmm. tim lamb as i lay dying lead singer yeah a uh, vampire cults of the 1990s 239 that was a fun one the elvis files is elvis alive tv special god that that sounds bad it wasn't it was a bad tv special <laughs> remember barely yeah. Oh, God. Then we get into episode 247 and 248, The Keepers. <laughs> Heidi! <laughs> Heidi! Is that where you think the... Because the, the Vampire Colts episode, I think, still had the same classic you know, energy, energy from both of us. So it, is it with The Keepers where you think things really started to... No, because then we go into the Toy Box Killer. We go to the toy, oh, yeah. a toy Box Killer in episode 250, and that one was yeah. brutal. Yeah. I think that was a... I I I I do think that was a good one, even though it's really brutal. Like that was my idea. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot for that one. <laughs> really need to hear about the spiky dildo being inserted into the woman. Ooh, uh, yeah. The sacrament totally not based on Jonestown, featuring aid from the Slashers podcast. Oh, that was fun talking about you know movie instead of you know. And then she came on, and we did. Uh, Stra- we talked about the final season of Stranger Things, and I think we just lost people on that one. Yeah, that was one where you're like, "Well, Mike can't do it, so what? What? what who can I get?" To- and I, I get it. Like you know, people w- weren't here to to listen to a rewatch podcast about Stranger Things. You know. Then we talk about the Woodstock '99 train wreck. That was fun. oh, that was a good one. That was one of the better ones for sure. Mystery. I had a feeling you would get up for that anyway, because you know it's right within your wheelhouse. You know, my, music my and... penis was definitely up for that. <laughs> Episode two sixty one, the top ten creepiest unsolved mystery segments was fun, and then the final stretch here just kind of is it. Was there any was because was the Woodstock ninety nine the last like prime like good cut of the of the yeah podcast. i think so in my in my opinion um mm-hmm. yeah i'm looking at the last few ones we have here we did 260 episode 265 the i-70 killer redux but that that was more of a you you were more yeah and I, I don't think that you weren't as up for that as i was so no yep so that's it and that brings us to to modern <laughs> times so um i'm just gonna scroll what what when is like the start of like the last like you would say like two fifty and onward right? What the downward spiral? Yeah. Um, well, no, I'm, uh, we still had Rod Farrell, whatever the vampire, the sacrament thing, Woodstock '99, the train wreck. Honestly, it was for me. I guess I guess it was. And, and okay, so you got to consider when I say the last like year, um, yeah, we probably only put out ten episodes, maybe. Or, yeah. or 
I don't yeah. know. It's hard. Let me see here. We didn't do a lot. Not at all. Um, Nine months, ten months. Yeah, so a year ago was the Stranger Things with AIDS. So that was, yeah. a, that was and then 255 was Woodstock. So, yeah, so it was like kind of, I don't know. Just shit got busier in our lives and Yeah, whatever. I would say when you get to the 260s, the last, like, good one would probably be the top 10. Yeah. Well, damn, yeah, I managed to squeeze uh, some more juice into this podcast yet. But I think, like, the last great podcast to me was the Woodstock one. Yeah, that, we did. that was one I had already been passionate about anyway. I had made a video on that one, like, years prior to doing that episode. I did that on my YouTube channel. So I'll go ahead and wrap up because I have to get I have to get ready for my fucking karaoke gig, my sober karaoke gig. Um, uh huh. So Good yeah, that's that. that's the podcast. Um, I will be probably suspending the Patreon for right now until uh-huh. we can figure out what the fuck we're calling this new one. Yeah. Um, and speaking of like the you know the new one, like you know listeners, like fans, like if you have any like suggestions, feel free to like you know leave a comment or send one of us a message or something. Um, we could definitely use some brainstorming. <laughs> yeah. So you can still go to our Facebook page, go to facebook.com, go to the search, just type in Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries, because we're going to keep the same page. We're just going to change the name and the graphics. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, since we're wrapping things up here, I want to say thank you to... God, I haven't spoke or thought of you in so long. I... Thomas. Thomas Hatfield? Thomas Hatfield. Yep. There it is. Sorry. Uh, Thomas Hatfield, I want to thank you for making the art. Yes. Thank for, you so That much, we've Thomas. used throughout the years um, for free. Actually, I think I got him some Jacksonville Jaguar swag in exchange for that. And then um, Tony, who I haven't heard from in forever. I hope he's doing all right. Uh, I forget his last name, but he made us some art as well that I used for the, mm-hmm. the group page. I want to thank uh, you know our social media. Helen Hurd. Helen Hurd, you uh, have been so awesome. And your dedication really like warms my heart. And I don't say that in a cheat. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but I don't mean it in like a cheesy way that, mm-hmm. that you would care so much to, to do that so frequently and regularly for us. And um, you can still keep doing it when we rebrand the podcast if you're still interested yeah. in what we're doing. Also, I, I don't I'm kind of bad with names, but I want to thank everybody, you know, everyone who has like been gracious enough to send me things. Oh, yeah. You know, in the mail. The, uh, um, Ashley Urbanik from Canada. She sent mm-hmm. me this massive, like three boxes. They each box weighed like forty pounds each of like goodies and candy and this that and the other. I, I think she stopped listening to our podcast a long time ago. I haven't heard. Yeah, um, there's another gal. She sent me like the Psychics DVD. Jade, um, uh, Jade Destiny from Sweden. Yes, um, I got a package from her too. She yeah. sent me so much. Like just all things Swedish uh-huh. throughout the years, I suppose I had a package coming to me apparently, but it, it got lost yeah. in the mail, I guess. But 
Um, I don't even know if she listens to the podcast anymore, but she we still talk all the time yeah. on Messenger. So I'm, was it Robin that sent? Yeah, the Robin Australian Lewis. Stuff? Robin, Robin Lewis for sending the Australian stuff, the DVDs. I actually enjoyed Snowtown. Or was it New Zealand or it was Australian? Right, he's, he's I'm trying to Australia. He's Australian. Kyle Janish, uh, I believe, is New Zealand. He is in Ukraine right now, like doing like public oh. public service which is fucking commendable as hell yes he messages me from big props time to time um morgan has sent me uh, a a goodie bag or goodie box or whatever before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and she's just you know i consider her a a, a long distance acquaintance at this point um, yeah. danielle lambkey has been a friend um Eddie Romero has sent yeah, me Eddie. some. Uh, he sent me the SNES Mini when I was having trouble finding one, and then I think he might have sent me some Mexican candy. I don't remember. I think he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Um, and he's he's a cool dude. Man, I played a dangerous game opening in this this Pandora's box up because now I'm going to forget someone and they're going to be like really. Yeah, but you know, memory you know for seven years is kind of a you know a fickle. If I thing. forgot anybody, I deeply apologize. <laughs> and so not, do I. And it's not like we're I'm not. I'm sorry, gonna... I don't remember you know everyone's name. Yeah, it's not like we're not going to be returning. You know, so we'll we'll be back. Um, what we'll definitely stick around for a while until uh, you know, for Mike until fuck Josh. Can you fucking say <laughs> a thing? Can you say a fucking sentence? You stroke ridden dumbass. <laughs> It's the alcohol. No. Yeah, no, kidding. it is. It is. It's corroded my fucking brain. Um, I uh, have a YouTube channel that's not going anywhere. I guess Mike is making a new YouTube channel in addition to his old one. But yeah, gonna... that'll be in next year though. I'm not I'm not doing it right now. So our YouTube channels, which aren't going anywhere, um, Mike's is uh youtube.com slash OCP communications. YouTube.com slash OCP communications. He's a movie guy. What was the last movie you did, Mike? Or last movie, last, last movie review I did was of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which I absolutely hated, and I thought it was just awful. So maybe so. the the nerd has it the most accurate here when he calls it the diarrhea dial. Oh, definitely, <laughs> I call it the dial of senility or or uh, you know the dial of disgrace. Um. So yeah, I ranted on that for forty something minutes. Nice. Um. <sighs> And that's my most viewed video in months because, you know, you well, just want to see me rant on something. I topical, guess. you know. Yeah. That's how. Um, speaking of topical things, uh, I know the most recent video Josh did. Don't was spoil on... it. I want to say my own video that I did, <laughs> bastard. So if you want to go to my YouTube channel, I do like commentary on like kind of like, you know, so current things that are going on with, you know, people or things. I also talk about music. You can find my band's music there, our music videos and all that. It's youtube.com slash dancing with ghosts, which is also the name of my band, Dancing with Ghosts. And the last video I did was a, um, and we could spend a whole fucking 30 minutes on this, but I can't because I really got to go to my gig. Um, the, the Barbie <laughs> movie, I give my thoughts on on just kind of like why it's wh- not for why him. I think so many people jumped on board for it. And why I was kind of surprised how so many people jumped on board for it and weren't like, what? A fucking Barbie movie? Why? Um, I, I just questioned that. It's marketing. 
yeah, it's marketing. And then they I, did a great job. Yeah, no, they they had all the they had an endless pit of money to throw at the marketing for this movie, and it was well. Mar- also, it is a very because I actually did see Barbie. I saw it yesterday, and, and you liked it. I I actually really liked it. Um, it's definitely not what you might necessarily expect from the Barbie movie. It's PG-13 for one. There's a lot of humor and stuff in it that's definitely not for kids. And on top of that, it's very deconstructive. It's very meta. It's very satirical. It has uh, moments of subtext about, uh, you know, gender and societal constructs. And uh, there's some nice poignant moments of beauty and and in, in, in terms of just being human uh and i thought you know it, it does have issues it's a bit too preachy at times i don't think it's as one-sided as some critics like ben shapiro or other people try to make it out to be there is more of a balance to the message to me because at the end of the day i think it has a great message about you know everyone can just be who they want to be free from the societal constructs, you know, and that's fine. You know, you can just be Barbie or you can just be Ken. You don't have to be Barbie and Ken, you know, we are all enough. And I I think, I think that's a great message and I think it gets muddled a little bit, but at the end of the day, I think it still is a message that comes across uh, fairly well well if it and, if it makes you feel any better mike i did try to pirate it last night and it's, <laughs> it's not up yet on pirate bay so i wasn't yeah able to. yeah 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 so i ended up watching the drop one of james gandolfini's last movies <laughs> yeah cool no, not through that one yet um but yeah, yeah anyway uh we have i've got to go or else i'm gonna be late to this place i don't want to fucking be at to begin with but they pay me to be there so here we are um but yeah um until you hear back from us again in a different format. Um, this is kind of like the last, like the end of uh, end end of an era, I guess. Like, but yeah. I, I feel like more people need to care for it to be the end of an era. <laughs> but for the hundred steady faithful listeners we have, even though we we pull more than that, I just feel like yeah. for the diehards who really give a shit that yeah. this is even happening. To yeah. you, hundred people, this is the end of an era for you and for us, and. Um, yeah, I mean, thank you, and yes. we're we're not going anywhere. We're just not no. talking about Unsolved Mysteries episodes anymore, so... No, and, no. It's something that probably both of us never thought we'd probably get to. We never thought we'd get to this point when we started the podcast. Well, yeah, everything's... You, you gotta end it when you're on the high note, you know. and, and I think that... I, I think that we hit the high note, and then we just yeah. kind of kept going, and... So anyway, now times are changing. Till next time, until you hear from us again. See you later. See you.